Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the Johncast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with economist David Fiorenza. We've got a lot to talk about, including just released jobs numbers. Non-farm payrolls in April up 428,000, a little bit above what the estimates were. Unemployment rate holds steady at 3.6%. This is yet another very good jobs report. It is, Matt. And the Labor Secretary, Marty Walsh, is even acknowledging what a great report it is, but also saying on the jobs front, there's still a little bit more work to do. It's a strong report. Uh, We have to remind everybody at one point when the pandemic started, there was close to 20 million people out of work. And now we're 1.5 million consistently out of work for 27 weeks or more. And I feel bad for those people, but we come a long way from when this pandemic started. Are you surprised the unemployment rate didn't dip at all, given these numbers? I am not because of the fact that businesses are opening, uh, businesses are still hiring. I I thought if it did go down, you know, it's going to go down one half of, of, of 0.10. So it would have went from 3.6 to 3.55. And at this point, they just kept the rounding at 3.6. I think we're almost at full employment. I think a few years ago, before the pandemic, we may have been at 3.4, 3.3. And you're always going to have that transition of people moving from one state to the other and they're out of work for a few weeks until they get their new jobs. That's the 3.3%. Uh, the other point two or three are people who are out uh, for longer than six weeks, eight weeks, switching jobs, all those kinds of things. I am still happy about this. I do feel bad about the people who are not working. And it looks like leisure and hospitality led the way when it came to job gains last month. They did. I mean, hospitality, 78,000 jobs, manufacturing, 55,000, which is a good thing. I think warehousing, 52,000. These are all good things. When you talk about manufacturing, bringing back manufacturing jobs to have 55,000 jobs created and brought back into the workforce, that is great. Really great. Wages were up a 0.3%. Looks like that was a little bit below what people thought and maybe kind of lends more credence to the idea that we've seen inflation peak. And we have. And also, wages overall for a year are, are a little over 5%. Now, that, 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 does, that does not make people feel great when they see inflation of 8 or 9%, but I do see their wages. Now, this is a macro thing that you and I talk about. Wages up 5 to 5.8%, inflation around 9 And you're also seeing interest rates creep up again for savings accounts, which people are getting excited when they got their monthly statements and their quarterly statements. So if you're invested in certificates of deposit, even savings accounts, high yield savings accounts, you're seeing those rates go up. I did see mortgage rates stabilize, which actually is a good thing. And people are still buying homes as people are still still out there looking for homes at, at, during a time when the interest rates have increased. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. What else are you seeing on the housing front, given the Fed raising interest rates? Sure. And I continue to talk to people, large companies, Berkshire Hathaway, Keller Williams, and they're still really doing some brisk business, if you will, even with the interest rate at 5%, because 
we had interest rates really low and it was basically artificially low because the fed was was buying treasuries it was way before the the fed was pumping money into the economy with stimulus plans it was way before we had increased demand for products and services it was way before we had any kind of constraints on available supply for goods and services so of course you're going to have inflation and eventually those rates are going to go up I don't see mortgage rates going to the 6 or 7% rate. I think they're going to level off at the 5%. And anyway, people who can afford a 15-year mortgage, even let's say a 20-year mortgage, those rates are a little bit lower. I'm seeing brisk business out there in the tri-state area, mainly in the four-county area and outside of Philadelphia, there's a lot going on with people not just making additions, but the subdivisions have started up again. And mentioned the Fed this week raised interest rates half a point, as expected. Do you think half a point's going to be the benchmark? Because I know people are anticipating more hikes throughout the calendar year. Or do you think we might see it ease back to a quarter point? Or is it going to depend on the situation? Well, Matt, it's going to depend on Jerome Powell. He knows there's inflation. He even was quoted as saying inflation was too high. He said they had the tools they need to resolve the situation, to try to restore price stability on behalf of all American families, on behalf of all American businesses. I think he's committed to that. But I think some of the problems we see is when the stock market goes crazy one day, all of a sudden you see gasoline jump by 40 cents a gallon. Why? Why do we see that? And I do not like that at all. You and I have talked in our weekly podcast about this. And I think oil companies take advantage of the situation. It's not the local gas stations. So he's trying to restore some price stability. He's trying to tamper down the economy. I think he's going to stick with a half a point from this point forward. I don't see the Fed funds rate going past three and a quarter or three, three and a quarter at this point. So we're going to expect some more rate hikes, but I don't think you're going to see three quarters of a percent anytime soon. It'll be a quarter to a half. And how many more hikes do you think we'll see? We're, we've got two in the books already. You know, at this point for the rest of the year, how many do you think we'll see? Right. We're already in May. I, I think you'll see one in the summertime. I, I, but I think he's also going to be cautious about the summer because people are traveling, tourism, people are going on planes, people are, are leaving the country, they're staying in the country, people are going to all their vacation spots at the Poconos, the Dewey Beach, you know, Ocean City, all these places. And they're visiting Philadelphia again and they're visiting all the historical sites throughout the, the Delaware Valley, and even going down to Washington to visit. So with that being said, I think you're going to see one rate hike in the summer and you'll see one in the fall. And if things aren't cooling down by the end of the year, you may see one more between Thanksgiving and Christmas and and New Year's. So it could be as much as three. I hope it's only two at this point. You mentioned gas prices earlier, and it's we had the spike that everybody was kind of anticipating, and then things leveled off and came back a little bit. But now... I'm seeing prices around me higher than I saw when we had the initial spike. You know, the terrible war in Ukraine is still going on. There's still disruptions, I'm sure. But what am I missing here that we're seeing these these hikes? Well, Matt, and you know how to touch my nerves, don't you? <laughs> but in a good way. We we joke about things, but seriously, that's I, I do see people going back to work. So this week, I took two days out of my schedule to drive up and down the main line where the train runs all the way from Downingtown into Center City. I'm seeing a lot more people going back to work than I did maybe two or three months ago. Well, with that being said, there's a higher demand for gasoline, but the supplies are still there. The supplies haven't been cut off. Look, we're not getting all our oil and gas from the Ukraine, Poland, or Russia. We are still 
we are still manufacturing our oil and gas in New Orleans, in the Gulf. There hasn't been major storms down there that interrupted. All those storms happened January, February, and March. You know, now some of the things I've been hearing about and, and I've been interviewed about this before is that they're going to be switching over to that summer blend. And that sometimes gets the price high. But this high, Matt, 20 to 40 cents, no way. I do not like it at all. And I think that um, when you get the diesel, which always interests me, which is considered a dirtier fuel, it's a lower fuel. It takes less to produce it. Why is that even much higher of an increase than our than the gasoline you and I put in our cars? So I don't like it, Matt. A lot of things uh, we talked about in that jobs report. One of the things that was interesting this week, productivity down 7.5% in the first quarter. What falls under that umbrella of productivity and why did we see it plunge like that? Sure, absolutely. Now, the first quarter of this year, you you do see a shutdown of a lot of manufacturing firms in the auto industry, parts industry, where they clean all their machinery. They, they clean up basically all their manufacturing facilities, and they tell people, take your vacation now. Some of it's part of the union contracts, which is fine. So you're going to see that that productivity increase because we saw the jobs report of manufacturing increasing jobs. There were supply issues the past couple months. So people are told, go home. We don't have, we, we can't stock shelves if we don't have anything to stock, right? Number one. And number two, we can't make parts for, for everything that has to do with automobiles. It has to do with maybe the plows. It has to do with all the bulldozers that are out there. If you can't make the parts, you're going to see a slowdown in productivity. Remember the past few years, four or five years, we've been increasing our manufacturing in this country little by little, so we're not as dependent on other countries, even though we're still a global economy, Matt. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.